When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have finalized the Charter of Future Freedoms. Juniper presented her list of rights. Quinny was publicly named Minister of Culture to cover his spying, and Butthole convinced Reginald that he's heroic enough to run the nation's peacekeeping force. Will these new aspirational rights be enough to win over the foreign envoys? Find out next. On Dom Doms and Dragons. The laws of Asgard have been decided, and Reginald, of all people, has finally determined that he's a hero with a little bit of help from a natural 20. Turns out all he needed was a game-breakingly good roll, and, you know, may we all find that in our time. Quinny, you had a bone to pick about all of this this law and order chung chung nonsense. Uh, so oh my um, God. <laughs> you didn't like use the proper like tone for it. No. So just saying the sound was so <laughs> weird and alien to me. I was like, what is that? I'm just saying, I'm maintaining a steady tone. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I, it's like holding in a sneeze. I have to because Do it, please, you, I have please, to. Please, dun dun. Like, there you go. Great. <laughs> Great. I can't. Oh, oh, uh, saying it. You're well, it's good. I dropped you into where Quinny is about these laws. Yeah. Uh, so, Quinny, you wanted to speak to Butthole about these these laws. I think specifically with an eye to uh, the don't do's that apply to you. See there, I'm getting musical now. Thank you. Uh. Uh. Yeah. All right. So meeting adjourned. We're good. Uh. I want to talk to you guys though. Yeah, should we keep Anne in here for this, or should we? It's just Anne who's left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Anne, and you should know because if I'm not here, then you should know. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Look, my whole thing for a long time has been breaking the law. Uh. And uh. Kind of just doing whatever I feel like. Um. This is new for me in the sense that like my friends are the ones making the laws, and I want to stay friends with you. Mm-hmm. So. I made an assumption that as a spy master, none of this would apply to me, but I want to make sure that we're on the same page about that. Like as the king, as the chief justice, mm-hmm. as Annan, uh, what, 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 where's the line for me? Because okay. I, I can't work within the same system that you set up for everyone else. Otherwise, what, what, what's the point of being a spy master? I might as well just ask people to tell me stuff. And okay, if they say so, no, I'd say, I tried. I think there are two things that we need to establish, and then this will be relatively easy. Uh, t- one, it's called plausible deniability. So so you got to go. To finish the thought here, plausible deniability means we can't have anyone doing anything illegal. And if we knew about it, then we'd have to do something about it. Step two. Don't you dare break any laws with those haters. We definitely disbanded. All right. Okay. Uh, given that I have, let's say, a reputation. 
Oh, let's talk theoretical. Let's imagine there was a spy master. Okay, sure. Um, there is no spy master. I'm the minister of culture. Mm -hmm. um, but if the spy master were to be caught breaking the rules, what would be the consequences for him, given that everyone else who's public facing and blah, 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 has to maintain that deniability and also be shown to like really believe in the system and enforce those laws? Well, would it trace back to him? Like, it Sure, in this scenario, yeah, it's it, it's really bad. So I it's would like, say stripping of the title, which would in effect not prevent him from continuing to do the spy master work. I think in a theoretical, it all comes down to like it, there's going to be a lot of scales on this. It, let's say there was an imaginary country called New Butthella. <laughs> sure, New But Taintria. So let's <laughs> imagine <laughs> Taintria, and Taintria has a minister of culture that is pretending to be the spy master, and the spy master went off and just started murdering people on their own because it felt fun. That would probably be something that would have to be dealt with because they're a spy master. Odds of Taintria putting the spy master on trial and then having a bunch of state secrets come out in the trial would be unlikely. That it may be, you know, sometimes. There are laws we make that we really like and we're never going to break them. But in Taintria, they may make laws and then sometimes have to break them quietly behind the scenes. Uh -huh. uh, when it comes to actions of spycraft that may be illegal in Taintria with its fictional spy master, if they were doing spying or other things that had to happen, uh, they would need to be able to create fictions were it caught so that it wouldn't blow back. Maybe an agent went rogue. Maybe somebody had to be disavowed. Maybe okay. there are those kind of things. Uh, and if it was traced back, then yes, it could be a diplomatic incident that would have to be dealt with. Uh, would Taintria expect the spies to follow all the laws? No, spies are sort of like criminals. You assume the other side is going to break your laws and you're going to break some laws, but you're not going to do anything that'll like start a war. Or if you are, make sure you can get disavowed. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> and that it's not Taintria's fault. It's somebody who went rogue. What a bad rogue. And you're going to need proof that they were, they're not what you think. But Got it. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure that if the spy master of Taintria broke the laws that were just made for Taintria, that the king or chief justice of Taintria wouldn't get like legitimately mad or surprised at that happening. I would say, I mean, I know that if I were the chief justice of Taintria, I would be really upset if like anyone in a high government position was like stealing from our own citizens or, you know, harming actively, you know, like okay, so punching far, someone in the face in an alley uh, randomly. And it raises the quill and just says, but hypothetically, if there was a aristocratic class of asshole in Taintria, that we acknowledged was going to kind of turn on us when they can anyway. And they have a lot of resources. And let's say Taintree is, I don't know, trying to form a bunch of tradecraft unions and build a lot of things. It would seem to me that maybe those people could get robbed from and it wouldn't be such a big deal as long as the chief justice of Taintria didn't find out. Correct. We can also, in Taintria, do an exit tax, which is if you want to walk out, that's cool, but we're going to keep most of the wealth here in the nation. And then we, if we don't have to. I think if the spymaster of Taintria is doing things in service of the ultimate goals of Taintria and Taintria's king mm -hmm. and the betterment of the people, that's the gig. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the sad fact is that, like, these laws are in place, but that doesn't actually prevent people from, like, lo laws are broken, and if people aren't found, then they get away with it. Yeah. And so it's like, but as long as we're helping 
society and not like actively harming especially like, I mean, the it, people it, especially are you like, pretending to be the, the chief of justice of tantria right now i just want to make absolutely. sure absolutely okay yeah. yeah i'm just well, i'm, this I'm is the speech they would give oh if, if okay. i were chief justice of tantria of course okay, okay. uh juniper i need you to roll a d20 three three okay so you are bad at playing the chief justice of tantria that was a role from the chief justice of tantria because you were role-playing <laughs> in game so that was juniper rolling but so i mean it's fine it was, like not yep. the best chief justice there you're better chief justice of, of asgard i think if if the the spy master of tantria was robbing the nobility of tantria for the benefit of the crown because they were turning on the city the king of tantria would only be disappointed if they were caught and it became immediately clear that it was ultimately the crown who was robbing the nobles. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that's So like fine, if a Serafina ring summer, for instance, in yep. Tantria got robbed, I think mm -hmm. no one in the powerful echelons of Tantria would care. But the chief justice of Tantria would have to do a full investigation yep. and arrest and charge whoever did the robbery Arrests if they're charges. caught. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. I understand where the spy master of Tantria stands now. You know, this is all, you know, a much, much bigger scale of this kind of stuff than the spy master of Tantria is used to. So I just wanted to understand, yeah, no more, no more tattoos in a, in a finger wagging. It's like, okay, no, this is, this is a bit more serious. Got it. Okay. It can be. Yeah. That's why the general rule of spy masters, like, don't fuck up. Well, yeah, no, obviously that's, mm -hmm. that's the standard. I mean, I wouldn't know, but yeah, yeah, we'd imagine because yeah. I'm just the minister of culture. Um, yeah, and a lot of a lot of spy mastering is just when things go wrong, being able to be like, "It was that guy," and it's got to be convincing. Yeah. And usually, you make sure that guy's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly, like your eyes just narrow ever so slightly, be the only non PC in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and the spy master can't blame the hand. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you're you. far too useful an NPC, Anne, and you're fine. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, we're just talking about Tantria, so I'm yeah. not concerned because oh, I have yeah. no ties to that ridiculously right, yeah. named country. Yeah, so and you're, that's fine. you're as real as myself or yes. Juniper, right? Of course. All, yes. Yeah, yeah. Very real. Uh, anyway, this has gotten weird. Uh, this is, we've added too many levels to this. Thank you. My, uh, my, I'm finished with my query. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we got to take you to go see Crendon. Oh, please. Okay. Uh, and we go find crime. I imagine there's barracks. Like, do we have enough housing in the castle to be able to house There's a lot people? of housing okay, in the castle, right. yeah. And it's it's mostly empty because they just didn't have servants or anything. So, yes, there's, mm. there's plenty of room. So there's like, just so I can picture it, there's kind of like the highest floor, which is the fishbowl. Mm. And then we've been housing diplomats on kind of the bottom second two, floor, the yeah. second floor and the third floor. The couple of floors in between where we can put forlorn hopes. Sure, and it's even on the on the ground floor, like the it's it's a fortress. So there's there's right. definitely like, you know, there's a, a, a great feasting hall. There's like, a there's an armory. There's like all the things you would want if you were under siege in a fortress, but it's also, it's just a big fucking building. So there's plenty of, of space that either can be converted or, you know, servants quarters, um, nobility. I think growing up, um, butthole, you probably like a lot of the nobles probably lived in the fortress, um, or had quarters in the fortress as well as in their, yeah, everything comes to various things. So there's, there's lots of space for, not for the whole city, but for, you know, the, the people you've brought over for, from Forlorn Hope for sure. Great. So Crendon would have a small apartment next to the barracks because being a captain means you don't have to bunk with the troops. 
But he's not so important that he gets to go like stay with the ambassadors. He'd still be in that area. So not in the barracks building, but the the small kind of like barracks in within the fortress. Yeah, yeah, okay. as close yep. as possible to that. Where like sure. he can walk out, but he's a captain. You gotta have yep. some fanciness. So b- butthole would lead Juniper there. Would Quinny come along for this? Uh, I think coming off this talk about Spymaster stuff, it like occurs to Quinny again of like just the scale of this and the responsibility and all the people under him. He doesn't even know that like the network firsthand, like, uh, like everyone that Quinny has worked with up to this point has been like people that he's met in person. And yeah. this is like a whole nother ball game. So I think he's like, if I got time, I got to get back up to Emily's files and just really pour over that shit and figure out what the fuck is going on. This is so confusing and a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, Quinny be like, also, I think maybe a little sad, but like based on that conversation, I don't know. Quinny doesn't know how often he should be hanging out with the king and the chief justice for the purposes of like plausible deniability whenever he has to do his job and stuff like that. So yeah, I think he's like, well, I'm not going to see them as often. I, should, I, I gotta get work on stuff. Yeah. So he's just going to let you guys leave and be like, all right, I got a job to do. Can't let, can't let this whole fucking country down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just going to like lean over. Okay. So <laughs> you can, you can go upstairs and yeah, no, no yeah. I, I got, I got to do some stuff. That, you seem, uh, you seem stressed. We can talk about this later. We can't. Uh, goodbye. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, and then it's just butthole and Jennifer walking along. He's like, I'm going to have to explain to him even further. Cause I think he's, he seems to be absorbing a lot of this, but in a way that he's thinking he's got to like, silo himself yeah this is all weird i think none of us i think we all have like visions of like what people in our positions did and like in practice i think it's very different and we're all gonna have to figure it out and yeah that's okay and maybe if we can start out this werewolf thing (laughs) i can finally become like dr martha on the regular again and we can like talk about all this stuff yeah that'd be good only i don't think he can actually talk to you about the work he's doing. See, Spymaster is this weird thing where you're like, the spying itself has to just be known by the Spymaster. Yeah, but he can talk about how he's feeling and his like approach to the job, not the job itself. Yeah, I think that that is actually what I'm also thinking. I'm not as good with like specificity of words, so I may need you to explain that to him at some point. That's Mm -hmm. like, I just can't know what the Spymaster is doing but the spy master still needs to be around all the time and telling me what the fuck is going on otherwise there's no point everyone's aware that it's like this insanely hypocritical thing spy mastering makes no sense anyways it's necessary and it saves lives and it keeps the kingdom running and no one's supposed to be doing it but if you're not spying on someone they'll get mad it's uh it's very high school among nations yeah i don't like the way members of like the lord's alliance talked about weird like schoolyard wait what did they talk about oh it's just like countries in competition oh yeah essentially it's like oh we can't let you don't steal our legal system like but if it's a good legal system why wouldn't you want to emulate it's like ah, it's this weird <laughs> i don't know so you're not you're not really impressed by the legal minds or at no, least the political minds no of these not areas. at all it's just like children i'm like don't you want everyone to be better and no generally seem to not not want that they yep. want their citizens to be better off than everyone else. I'm like, but ev- shouldn't everyone? I mean, that makes sense, but see, they're really, when you think about it, most people in power are just trying to hang on to power forever and become right. more powerful, which means you need to be better than everybody else. And yeah. it's it's a real scarcity mindset, which doesn't make sense among the rich, but it's how they got rich in the first place was by screwing over a lot of poor people yeah. to work their way up the chain. And then they get to the top and they're like, everybody wants to take it away from me. And it was like, no, you were just taking it away from other people the whole time. 
that's a you problem. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. because the spy master of Tangier will rob them. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Karmic. I mean, I'm nope. That's not going to happen, though. It would be great for Tantria. Tantria would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we are. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Credit. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Snarf, 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 snarf. Snarf, 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 snarf. Wait, Goblin Jr., slow down. You're not wearing your translation amulet. Oh, hey, that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, and you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, hell, you can even make an NPC at the $25 level. And you get your name in the credits at the end, which is which is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much just being a wolf and all, but uh, what I do know is if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them, well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and I'll take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. Crendon just, like, immediately answers the door, still really having no 
idea why he's he's here. Uh, and you can tell that he's like um, he's tried to uh, fancy up his clothes without he's doing that thing where it's like he doesn't know the, the castle at all. He doesn't know who to talk to at the castle. So he has looked for what he can find in this room to fancy up his gear a little bit. Uh, to look like a captain, but there's not really much in here, so it's it's a sad it's a sad state of affairs. But he's yeah he just you know like salutes and says, oh, uh, 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 sir, ma'am, um, re- reporting for duty, I guess. You're just you're just in your room, man. You're doing yeah. great. Don't worry. Uh, hey, Reginald to coordinate with you. Yeah. Hey. Um. Hi. Thank you for the promotion. I. Uh, I look, I'm I'm still shocked that you, you brought me to Forlorn Hope at all, and this is this is rather a lot. I don't feel like I've really done much to earn this, but thank you. I, I'll I'll try to. Yeah, I mean, you haven't betrayed us, and you don't seem to have a totally crooked moral center. So, like, you're a good person who works hard. That's actually so hard to find in the Yeah, honestly, that was wearing the fries, too, so I, I can understand that, yeah. Yeah, that's why we need you around. But we kind of have a different question, uh, <sighs> Juniper. Also, do you want me here for this? Do you want me to leave? Is this weird for you? It feels like I'm pretending somebody else is like... I actually kind of prefer if you are, just in case if talking about it makes oh. the change happen. And I, we still don't know the triggers, and that's kind of why you're here, Crandon, is because um, uh, I got I got bit by a werewolf. What werewolf? Um, Laura the player doesn't remember. It was either Crendon's brother, Crendon's buddy, brother. Yeah, yeah, the okay. other werewolf, or Crendon. But I think I can't remember which one. I think it was the other one. I think it was the other one too, because it bit her, and I think that was like, okay, we're killing you because you fully tried to. It doesn't matter. Oh, it. Uh, oh, does it? It matters. It matters a lot. <laughs> okay, uh, then it was your. Oh no. Oh no. And he just like head and hands um just kind of like almost stumbles away from that. Uh and he just says, No, no, no. And and have you turned? Yes. Several times actually. Oh uh, it's fuck. And that's kind of that's kind no, of Oh fuck. And he just like knocks over a what uh, a skull hey, glass. Uh, okay, um, and he turns and he just says, no, it's it's not your fault at all. I just, oh, God. Is it better to not turn if possible? I had hoped that the, the, that the curse had ended with, with, with me and, and my brother. But if you've turned, then that means you, you're infected too. Wait, he said it's a curse. Yeah. Curses can be removed. <laughs> and just like... Full, like, uh-oh, something's going bad for Crendon's brain as he just, like, maniacally laughs. Uh, and turns, in his head, it's just like, can that table turn into a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying anything, but he's thinking it. <laughs> well, table. Uh, and there. he just turns around and says, yes, normally, yes, but you don't, you don't understand the power of the no. alpha gumbo. That's what you've got. You've got the alpha gumbo. I've got oh, it too. What? The I'm, Alpha Gumball. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Chickless Nage, the Chaos Mage. It, it, you're not just bitten by a fucking wolf. You've got the Alpha Gumbo. It's what no. he made okay, in stop. order. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's making me uncomfortable. Okay, well, it's you now. You're part of it. So good luck. Uh, look, and he turns to Butthole and he's like, You sure you want to be here for this? This is some dark shit. I, I'm. Okay, yes. Let's... Okay. Here's the thing, Krennan. Part of the problem is, uh, it seems to be triggered by me changing my form, but 
I I I just don't know what else could trigger it because I'm not I, I just don't know enough about it. It's like you don't you're not a changeling, so you're not nope. sh- you know changing your form, and yet you still become werewolf sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know the rules about this. I don't know like how how do you control it? How do I deal with this? I'd love to find a cure for this curse. Until that time. I need to know how I can do my job and function. It's really hard as a changeling to not be able to change at will. Yeah, and and like at this, he's like nodding along. And to be clear, he's like very sympathetic to the cause here. This isn't like this is a I'm so sorry this has happened to you, but like clearly he's filtering it through himself. And he just says, Of course, of course. Uh, can you run me a persuasion check, please? You can have advantage because buttholes here too. Twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's fully bought into this, and he just says like, "Yeah, of uh, of course, of course, of of course, that would make things so much more more difficult." Um, what you need to understand, Juniper, is that uh, what Chickless Nage was trying to make was exactly what what you you are the power of of the the change the power to change one's form at will. Most of us don't have that, and in in the fries. All of us had like a cool special thing that was our thing. It was a real motley crew. There was a guy who was like really good with revolvers, and then there was like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's the the we had the the giant like centaur folk. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a couple of minotaurs who were just like good at wrestling moves. Everyone kind of had a thing, but if you didn't have a thing, that was a huge problem. And after the decimation uh, of of the fries at Neverwinter, um, well. Uh, you know, in the wake of the death of Commander Potatoes, we we needed something. So some of us who were serving or were agents of the fries, uh, me and my brother, we did a lot of wet work for the fries, but only when they needed someone expendable, like break into a house mm. or like, you know, like rough someone up a bit mm-hmm. for information. Uh, they enlisted us and they were looking desperately for ways to artificially create a cool gimmick that we could have. And okay. for my brother and I... Um, Chickless Nage decided that uh, their ability to change our forms would be helpful, uh, but he wasn't content to just have us be bit by a werewolf, which would be an easier thing to sort. We would just go find that wolf and kill them, and that would just do it. But he uh-huh. also realized that if the fries were to go up against the dum-dums or another equal threat, the odds of them just going on a series of quests and like maybe with a guest star, finding that person and killing them, <laughs> and that would just be an arc, let's say, an, an arc of adventuring. Uh, they would just do that, and that would be done. And then, you know, uh oh, your your secret weapon is just gone. So he developed what he called the Alpha Gumbo. He went around to a number of different alphas, took their yeah. DNA. Okay. I mean, took their Juniper is just ignoring what she knows about Alpha theory. But anyway, and mixed it together into a gumbo. Oh, and infected us with that. So we aren't powered by just oh. a single wolf. So normally you could just kill the wolf. It's and then a whole the curse chain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could go and like you know, certain people can lift curses, and that's fine. Oh. But he purposefully built this. It's almost like if you were trying to enter a password, if you like into a a, a mechanical device, for instance. Say, where's this going? No, from? no, and you had Brandon's to like turn brain. the knobs on it. Uh, if that number just kept changing every so often, uh, he said. Let's just call it a multi-strain curse. It's called the Alpha. Can we just call it the multi-strain curse? I've been living with this for years. The man who invented it told me what it's called. I'm going to call it the multi-strain curse. Okay. 
So if we want to cure the alpha gum, thank you. <laughs> what we need is to find a selection of knobs because we have to know all of the passwords at the same time. It's kind of, but if those knobs were spooky, spooky werewolves. So there are four uh, that you'll need to track down okay. uh, across Faerun. Uh I don't have much information about them because Chickless Nage also didn't want us going and killing these wolves if we got tired of turning into wolf monsters. Yep. Uh, so uh, he only referred to them as the white wolf, the gray wolf, the red wolf and the black wolf. Uh, different alphas in their own uh, werewolf clans with different powers, uh, all of which combined into a gumbo of nightmares that has infected me and now you. So, in so order is this just like a weird cultural thing where like werewolves would be like someone made up the concept of an alpha even though it didn't exist in like wolves? Juniper, I'm a low-level thug who got given a... <laughs> The Werewolf Gumbo. magic yeah. by a, a chaos mage. I signed up to like rob people and now I'm a weird werewolf captain in a new okay. nation. I don't know what theory you expect me to know about wolves, but he wasn't he wasn't raised in that culture, so he doesn't okay. know. Good. No, I'm a guy. I'm just a guy yeah. who got infected so, with this. Just so, a guy who turns into a wolf. So sometimes. basically there's a bunch of werewolves who all think they're alphas. Well, they all run their groups, so you can call it whatever you like, but they I don't know. What do you want from me, man? I'm trying to explain how to break this curse. You know what? So an alpha no, I'm you're sorry. I appreciate alpha. you. I'm really just railing against like this weird, clearly metatextual werewolf. Yes, societal <laughs> problem. Yeah. Well, regardless, they lead their their their. You know, they are the progenitors of their individual curses. Okay, so if gotcha. you were to track it back to them, you could either uh, get a strain of the curse from them uh, in order to lift it, or you could kill them. Uh, mm. To to gradually undo uh, the the gumball killing any even three of the four won't undo it but if you manage to kill all four it'll do it. Uh, Chickless Nage said he based it on the stage play GI Joe the movie uh, where he just took DNA from all <laughs> the most Christ, powerful Tom. werewolves in history and combined them. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so if we if we kill those four wolves gone. If we cure those four wolves, because they're regular wolves, if we removed their curse, would well, that save you? Ancient and powerful. So I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying theoretically. Yeah, you said we need if we got a You could got theoretically create a you could theoretically undo the curse if you're able to decode their individual curses. The challenge to this is they will still be out there and they will still have their clans. And if you know how to undo that, they might come after you. Okay. So like we can okay, get like samples and I stuff. See. So if they're alpha wolves, here's what I'm thinking. Logically, you're Sigma Wolves, the next step above Alpha. I hate this so much. How many of us are there? Can there be six? I think six Sigma. No. I don't know how many no. How many people were given the Alpha no. Gumbo. Well, just me and my brother. I'm so sorry for anyone who got triggered who works in the corporate world. <laughs> there, there are two Sigma. Okay. Too furious, he says. <laughs> He's connecting non-existent term. dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sure. So if we're, if we're the Sigma Wolves, that's that's fine. But I, I also got to warn you, if you undo the Alpha Gumbo, I will be of much less value uh, to you. I'll no, just be some true. guy. You're incredible. We I like had to you. make these epaulets out of doilies. Yeah, you shouldn't Here's have done that. You don't that, but we'll actually you have ones. to make yourself look like anything to be of use. Also, to be clear, you don't have to make yourself look like a captain. You are a captain. Yeah. And you will be given a uniform. <laughs> look, again, the fries all had their own specific thing. It, it just... Yeah, we don't we do not do that. No. Here. You, I'm, you can, I'm still learning. Yeah, you're doing great. And Thank here's you. the thing. Your willingness to learn is what makes you valuable. So That's as long as you have that, you. like, 
we don't need you to be anything more than that. I'm a, I, I've had literally no formal education. So the fact that you're, you're saying that my ability oh. to learn is like a, a thing I have, that's really nice. No one has ever said that Do you want to go me. to school? I mean, I'm, I think I'm learning on the job at this okay. point, but I appreciate like I vocational yeah. training at least. Yeah. I, I, I just thought yeah. I was kind of, you know, not great at stuff and not smart. So that's really nice. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, so you need to be able to control the wolf. That I can help you with. Oh, um, thank you. The bad thank news you. is it isn't just linked to full moons, as you've probably discovered. And from the sounds of uh, things, oh. if you've got, I mean, one of the strains probably is, but not all of them. So if oh. you're just finding okay. that it's rotating through, that means that it's been added, I guess, to your, I guess there's just a constant wolf form just hanging out amongst your other forms wait so we're saying like there's the moon that's one curse and then there's a random persona that's two curses and then well, there's a three and four or are you well, thinking we no, got no, no, an no. alpha I'm, curse look, all i'm with saying the alpha gumbo. all i'm saying is that one of these wolves is probably a moon like a, oh no it's a full moon uh, okay regular um, wolf, yeah but the the persona thing i don't know much about changelings but like that just seems to be a uh the alpha gumbo interfering with your your since again he built it for just like very, very normal, non-ability, non-superheroic people. Mm -hmm. mm. So my brother was a bit of a psychopath, as you know. So, like, he was all in on it. But it, this wasn't made to be added to people like you who have powers. So the fact that you already have powers means it's probably infected your the powers. powers. So if you change, if you're a mm. changeling and you can change into different forms, it sounds to me like it's just in the roulette wheel of of what you can do. That's how it's going to come out. For me, I have to, like, focus and summon it. <laughs> That's the annoying thing because I always I've always gotten to choose which of my personas I adopt. And this one's just like seems to be seems to me at random. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, nope, not today. Yeah, I'm coming out. It wasn't then, built for you. That's that's why. It's, yeah. So it sounds uh, like you've got this new this new wolf thing, and it doesn't have a name yet. And calling it a werewolf makes it sound really scary. Uh, but it came from the gumbo. So I'm thinking, what if we call the new wolf persona Gumby? You've got an alpha um, Gumby. I appreciate that. I also don't want to mm, run the risk of diminishing the risk that it poses and the dangerous nature of it. And I feel that makes it a little too cutesy and I may get complacent. What if we call it Gumbite? I would just call it Bitey. But okay, that's cuter than mine. I'm on board. No, yeah, but then I still remember it's like... Are you it, are you it, worried you're going to forget that the werewolf persona <laughs> is a murderer? Well, here's the thing. I don't... I'm, like, not in control. So. Not yet, but what if we start letting it out in, like, controlled experiments and we train it like a dog using, yeah, like, positive no, I, reinforcement? I can, I can... The thing is, what you need to understand about the wolf form is the wolf form is like pushing a cart down a hill and it's just going to start going. And as soon as you transform, you have to chase that cart. And your goal is to get inside the cart that is out of control and guide it, guide it towards kind of where you want it to go. But what you need to understand is you can't stop the cart and you will always be at risk of the cart getting out of hand, but you can control it. My brother, unfortunately, was very good at controlling his wolf because he would just point it at whatever he wanted to die and then like go for it. Right. For me, it's a, it, it, it takes a lot of, uh, so does it, is it easier control to control if you want to like hurt other people? If you want to be like, it's does it have its own inst instincts? I, it, kind of? Its instincts are to to rip and tear until it is done. Yeah, okay. uh, so, 
what I would recommend is if you're in a situation hmm. where you need to rip and tear, that's a good one to pop the wolf. And then your goal is to steer it towards the thing you want to die. Not uh, the thing like next to it that Yeah, is because if you just let it go, it's just going to attack whatever. And I mean, like, I <sighs> hope, has have you, have you killed anyone as a wolf? She attacked a table. Okay. Was it a nice table? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh... uh mm. Just uh, tell the truth. Don't lie. This you, is, you can roll a deception check if you want. This is close to a doctor's uh, you're gonna have. Don't lie to this person. Oh, yeah. I killed Strongest Toe. She killed a guy. The name wasn't clear, but it was a... Honestly, coming from the fries, that guy sounds like he had a bit, and I appreciate that. Okay. Okay, well, look, first of all, I want you to know, not your fault, the wolf is its own I thing. No, it wasn't me. But, like, I can see from the, your tone and the way you're looking at me that, like, you really feel like it was you. <laughs> but I, I should also tell you, like, it, it's your body, so when it does stuff like that, you will get blamed for it. So I understand where you're coming from from this, but it both was and wasn't you. Um, But... The real person to blame is Chickless Nage and his oh, alpha yeah. combo. Um, because so. he took away your right to bodily autonomy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but also he's looking at his list of rights. Yeah, scroll. he's got to yeah, scroll yeah. out to review yes, the rights. What an asshole. Yeah, but also like mental autonomy. Because if, again, if you yes. just like let the, the wolf will just drive the ship if you're not driving the ship. So that's the right to have your own beliefs. <laughs> You're nailing his butt. Sir, are these laws I should be aware of as, as a captain of, of your nation? Not yet. We got to put them on the building. <laughs> Okay, fair They'll be enough. written real big. Don't worry. All right. Um, um, so all this to say, yeah, I can help teach you how to how to steer it. Um, I, you don't need to be afraid of it. You do need to be cautious around it. Okay. Um, oh, my God. We can have you work with Crendon and Goblin Jr. because he's also a wolf, and we can call you guys Sigma Squad. I would love to be part of a squad. Again, I do miss that part. It was cool to be part of a squad. Can we just be called like Bite Squad or something? <laughs> Sigma Squad, colon, Bite Force. I hate it so much. Bite Force, Sigma Squad. Bite Force is pretty good because of the Bite extra Force meaning. is good. Okay, well, uh, and, and I'm he, not here, but Crendon, Bite Force yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Crendon leans over to Goblin Never. Jr. and he just says, I mean, you and me can get Sigma tattoos if we're going with Bite Force. And Goblin Jr. is like, snarf, snarf. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, if, if calling it bite force would help you, Juniper, then, then I think we, we can. I think so. Cause it sounds kind of serious, but also like something that's like organized. Okay. So bite force Sigma squad, you know? um, Goblin Jr. I will be Sigma squad. You can just be part of bite force. It's fine. Uh, okay. It can be whatever you want to be. You're all serving under Gumby command. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that Crendon's just taking notes? Laws, <laughs> <laughs> Gumby Command, Sigma Squad, making a massive org chart like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 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 yeah. he's like, I'm gonna have to get people's bios and headshots yeah. so I can clear it. Um, excellent. Uh, he says, okay, so um, I know you're you're busy with Chief Justicing, uh, and and again, I, I must admit, I don't fully understand how your your personas work or how your shape shifting mm -hmm. works, but I can I can help you with the wolf part, so we can we can start. Uh, training on that and he looks around he's like and i gotta tell you based on the kinds of places that the people in my team liked 
I guarantee you this place has some fucked up training dojo spaces that are probably full of like torture equipment and shit that we can probably use. Well, oh yeah, we'll the safe. basement. The basement, yeah. So we will be oh, safe down okay. there because like, uh, and also- but, what, uh, Will we attack each other? Well, I, I can wolf out at will now. Um, yeah. And uh, no offense, but I'm probably better at being a wolf than you are. So if you wolf out, you'll be like, I want to attack everything around me. And if I wolf out, I'm just going to hit you with a fucking table until you're unconscious. And then okay. we'll, we'll try it again and we'll try it again. But like- I think in a fair fight. Yeah, because I just don't want to risk hurting you or oh, Goblin no, I'll, Jr. I'll, I'll be good. Or... Wolf, wolf, like the the part of the the joy of of transforming into the wolf is that you become much more powerful, uh, and so it is harder to hurt each other when we're in that form. It'd be the equivalent of 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 you know two of us just out of armor like slap fighting, uh, kind okay. of. It can escalate from there, but right. like it that that's kind of instinctually where it will live. And I I know this for a fact because uh, my brother tried to kill me as a wolf several times. Uh, oh wow! Oh I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, uh, families. Um, but uh, anyway. Um, Bubbles and just, just thousand yards yeah, staring he's also the thousand yards staring. <laughs> just staring at the floor. Uh, anyway, uh, so don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, 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 we'll figure it okay. out. Um, and uh, okay. we'll, we'll get you through this. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, I feel better already. Thank Thank you, Crendon. Uh, you're you're welcome. Ha happy to be of service. That's me, Captain Crendon. Can we start now? All right, I'll, I'll get Anne to drop off keys to the basement, and I'll send Quinny a note with these wolves that we got to find and go bite force. Uh, see you guys soon. And he's just going to leave so he can organize that, so keys will get delivered. Great. And um, he does send a note to Quinny with the list of wolves, so you'll have those, Quinny. The white wolf, <laughs> the gray wolf, the red wolf, and the Black Wolf. We don't know shit about them, but we need to ID them and figure out where they are. Quinny's having a crisis of faith about how he's not going to be involved in anything anymore, and he's just like looking at this stack of names he doesn't know, and then another sheet full of names. <laughs> As a player, watching that play out between you three, I've never regretted more tr doing like a character-based thing of like, I better not get involved. Holy shit, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> that was lovely. Uh, so, yeah, okay, I got, the, I got the wolf list. Okay, great. So uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to set that up. Uh, Juniper, you have some time to just kind of go back to your quarters. How do you feel now kind of having a bit of a bit of space? Like Crennan's got some time to prepare as well. Yeah. He, just make sure. Look, um, I'm glad that the laws went over, I think, as well as they could have. Um, I'm still very tentative about the whole wolf thing and don't know how maybe not tentative is not the right word but i i am still cautiously optimistic mm -hmm. it's how it is we're gonna do this i'm not gonna change unless in butthole's presence and notifying him first and we're gonna go from there one step at a time cool um Butthole, you've just kind of dealt with this. You've got the laws in place now. Um, you still, you're still waiting on the delegate from Damara to arrive. Um, we've roughly set the uh, the showing of like the fireworks show and the the dance parade for this evening. Um, how do you want to proceed with with kind of the rest of of the day? Uh, the laws was the big piece, and now you kind of got that, and you've got the forlorn folk, forlorn hope folk here. Yeah, I think it's just keeping things running he knows there's going to be a lot of questions and there are a lot of questions that don't necessarily have clear answers among anyone from forlorn hope who's around so it's just kind of 
floating to check in on people, make sure they're in their rooms. If they have questions about their job, answer what he can. And then it's it's just busy work in that sense until the evening. The hope is that the representative from tomorrow will show up. If he receives notification they're going to come later, he would delay the event until they were like, if they're like, we'll get there tomorrow. <laughs> He'd be like, you're missing the party, bruh. It's not really his style. He, yeah, he, they should be here later today. Great. Then, yeah, I think it's just helping things run smoothly. He's got a whole council that never intended to run a kingdom who are now in jobs they don't necessarily belong in. So casting those guidances just all over the place, making people feel a little more confident, a little more capable. Dope. And uh, Quinny, you've kind of returned back up to you, to Emily's uh, quarters. Um, We'd established what the unseen hand looks like. Was there anything in particular you wanted to kind of check or are you just kind of getting up to up to speed? Uh, Quinny in kind of pouring over the material last time mm-hmm. coming to the realization that maybe Raven Gates were used for sort of like two-way communication mm-hmm. not for movement but just for speaking over a great distance knowing that we've got one here mm-hmm. but that it's not working. Uh, Quinny's going to take the Raven Gate material that Emily has referenced censor the shit out of it and then take like a cleaned up version to Seamus mm. and say, hey, can you make sense of this? I had to take out a bunch of scary information that you're not allowed to know about, but there's talk in this of using a Raven Gate to communicate. Uh, do you think you could take this and make it happen with that portal over there? Can you give me a persuasion, please? Natural one and a 10 as our lucky second die roll. Persuasion? Yep. I'm going to use my inspiration. Cool. Persuasion modifier. A little low. A little Mm -hmm. low for a 10. Yep. All right. Rolled an 11. Uh, (laughs) So all in, that's uh, 14. 14? Okay. Um, This obviously, like, Seamus is very eager to do this. I was mostly rolling just to see how quickly he's able Mm -hmm. to to kind of roll it. And he says, uh, oh, uh, hi, uh, sir. Yes, of of course. And he looks at the documents and he's like, oh, wow, this is, this information is incredible. And you can tell, like, a lot of people would be pissed off at how much was redacted, but he's 12. So (laughs) he just expects that he won't have access to a lot of stuff. Um, And just says, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, this makes sense with what I'm seeing because this gate is is, uh, kind of, um, and he like looks around, he's like, kind of, fucked up that's what uh, i heard i heard it was a fucked up gate yeah, yeah it just it, it it isn't um and it kind of like brings you over to the gate and kind of like shows you some of the, the things he's been looking at and he's like it's been constructed this isn't one of the old sort of like proper gates that that were around that uh the mages figured out how to use this one has been artificially created um mm. and it it you know the, uh, there's some really incredible work that's gone into it it just makes it a, a, a bit wonky it doesn't quite work correctly because it's not naturally connected uh to the other ones but um, and he points to where you inserted the gem. And he's like, and also it's got like weird modifications on it like this. Like this, this is strange. This shouldn't really be here. But I think this uh, and and what these documents are starting to say is that this one has been modified to do other things and might be able to take us to other places, which is very impressive. Uh, yeah, I, I can get to work on this. Sure. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, don't hurt yourself. Let me know when you make any kind of progress. Um, and uh, just as you start to go, he says, so does this mean I'm working for the, and he like darts his eyes at you and he says, minister of culture. Uh, and then he winks and then he touches the side of his nose. Okay. Stop. Stop. That's too much business. <laughs> okay. But like, am I part of it? Yes. Yeah. The whole reason you're here, I assume. 
Or maybe you just have two bad dads who brought you into a fucking horrifying kingdom. I mean, but, it, yeah, that, there's that too. But okay. honestly, where I came from was pretty bad too. So this place seems all right. All right, then you're in. Hands by your side though. Uh, okay. And he just like puts his hands by yeah. his side. Okay, good. Don't touch your face. You're okay. fine. You're in. All right. Cool. Um, Can, uh, can I tell Ginny? No. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he looks down at the the documents, and it's just like you're similar to anyone with like intense focus. You just cease to exist for him <laughs> yeah, as, as he sure. goes to work on those documents. Um, so knowing that uh, he's he's working on that, uh, when you're able to kind of return to your studies, you arrive back uh, to. Uh, we need to figure out who the runners in this. I was probably Patty too. I was who am I kidding? I showed up and be like, "Hey there, short stack. I've got a, got news from the king. There's a couple of old spooky werewolves you gotta find. There's there's four of them. They all got different colors." Uh, all right, all righty, cool. Good. Here you go. Then she turns to leave and says, "Hang on a second, dear Buster. You didn't say anything mean to me." Uh, because you're relieving, and that's what I wanted. Okay, that feels better. I just didn't want our dynamic to change. That would have felt real weird. All right. Okay, see you later. Hopefully uh, not. <laughs> and she walks out uh, <laughs> and uh, closes the door behind you. Um, and yeah, sure enough, you've got a, a list of um, uh, the, the four the four wolves. Um, do you want to do an investigation check, or would you leave this for later, given that you're working on more important things right now? I mean, there's all this data here. I will try uh, uh, a quick, like... It's a funny thing of like, it's all being done manually with my brain, eyes, and hands mm -hmm. on sh just shifts of paper everywhere. Okay, we can skip the so, check. It's going to take you longer like, than... I'm just yeah. like, I, do I see the word black on this page? Do I see the word red on this yeah, page? <laughs> no? Fine. Probably not talking about the wolf then. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. fair enough. I think, uh, quickly looking it over, there is probably information somewhere, but without uh, an assistant or a filing system, it's yeah. going to take you a hell of a yeah, long yeah. time to find it. And cool. I, I, I have like a new concern of like, I'm in like butthole's room right like that's yeah. where emily was and that's where she kept her stuff and i think like, we can't have <laughs> all these trade secrets right beside the guy who needs to uh uh plausible deniability mm. so uh i i gotta figure out where the new spy master office is where the new minister of culture office is gonna be sure and there's enough bags of holding and things kicking around that it'd yeah. be easy enough to move all of this i think i start to load somewhere. up <laughs> this stuff so it's just not in here anymore he's got room to do whatever he wants in his room now sure make it his but yeah this isn't his business and where where I... do you think you're gonna move it to or is that a an ongoing concern uh i think first that would be gary's but it needs to be more secure than that so i think it has to stay in here unless i can find like a pocket dimension like something insanely secure <laughs> but until then somewhere else in here uh i'd probably talk to probably talk to reginald about it all right mm. yeah uh so you find reginald um newly heroic reginald reginald you <laughs> talked about rushing off to to see your your heroic army buddies uh where would you be in the castle right now or oh. are you out in the field he well, i mean visit he heroically gave everyone a couple hours off was his <laughs> thought. Now that he could just be liked for actually doing nice things, that's his mm. new plan. So he's just, he's kind of walking around just practicing confidence in hallways, just where he's like trying not just to pose confidently while being scared, but trying to actually feel it. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of power posing in empty corners. Yeah, you okay. walk past um, uh, Foulmeyer Pink Blossom, uh, who just like is walking the other direction and says, Ah, uh, I sense great heroism spilling off of you what a confident pose truly you are like the heroes of old i understand why my brother thinks you're a genius he needn't think it i simply am 
and then she just like floats floats into a door and then just like closes the door behind her. If we could give her a job, I would. <laughs> I'd quit. You arrive. Hey, hey, Reginald, I uh, was looking for you. you uh, right? Hey, sorry, I was thinking about hiring someone. Anyways, uh, yeah, look, uh, I was going over a bunch of uh, spy stuff, just spy shit. Uh, okay, that uh, was up in the old necromancer. All right, just a there. second. Uh, and he just takes Quinny by the shoulder and leads him up like three floors out of the floor where all the envoys are. <laughs> just yeah. talking the hallway about yeah. spy shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that we're on our own, what's up? Uh, I need to know where I need to move this stuff. It can't stay in the literal bedroom that the king is in. Uh, uh, do you have it in like bags of holding or what do you have on you right now? Uh, I guess I've grabbed a bag of holding and stuffed a bunch sure. of stuff yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you got a couple options. Uh, we could... If we get the Raven Gate up and running, you can keep it in the vault at the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. Oh, that's good. That's a, a tricky one. Uh, you could keep it somewhere around here. We could keep it in my room if you want. Uh, the other option would be, right now it's a bag of holding. Just keep it on you. Who's going to pickpocket you? If they can, if they can rob you. <laughs> uh, fair enough. But like the question is, do you think it's more safe in a vault without your constant attention or more safe in your pocket with your constant attention? Well, for now, probably option B, but I do like Forlorn Hope Vault as being just remotely accessed. Like, like let's close the vault door. And it's got the Raven Gate in it, but we can figure it out. Yeah, that, well, that's what I mean. Is we can hide it somewhere That's what I mean, though. Like, yeah, yeah. like the physical vault door, or is it just a Raven Gate to get in there? I don't know. There's, really. so the there's a physical gate is... vault door with the Raven Gate inside. The vault uh, was, I think, how it would have been described. Yes. Yeah, I'm saying away with the vault door. That thing is shut and disabled, and it's Raven Gate in and out, and that's it. That makes me feel pretty secure. Yeah, we either do that or we build another. It's, it's fine. Yes, agreed. I yeah. think Fortress of Forlorn Hope feels like the kind of place we can send things okay. that we don't want to have, you know, right around the corner from here. All right, well, I got Seamus working on the Raven Gate. He's super enthusiastic about it, so I gave him a little project. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to do that soon if he's actually any good. We'll see. But for now, I guess, yeah, I'll just keep it on me. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And then uh, if the 12-year-old can math out 10,000-year-old broken magic, it'll work out. I've seen Stranger Things. Yeah, we might want to just send a letter to your friend, Alan, because that seems like it might be easier than trusting the 12-year-old. Yeah. Alan's been given kind of a vibe of like, don't talk to me, I'm busy. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're, a lot has happened. We'd probably give her an update. Yeah, I think it's uh, sometimes as the ruler of a nation, you need to just like get stuff done and you're the spy master of a nation. So here's the question. What do you think would get Alan's attention? Oh, some magic shit. Okay. Like big. It'd be something like a raven gate. <laughs> yeah. Big magic <laughs> shit happening with a raven gate. It's like it's her, her responsibility now is portals. Okay. So other dimensions and stuff. You've got a portal problem. Yeah. You've got the other thing. And your job is to manipulate people. How do you get Alan... To take the call. I think I gotta... I think I gotta go bother Declan and Honor System about this. Uh, and get them to cause some serious trouble. <laughs> okay, you yeah. got a plan then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good work, Minister of Culture. And he gives a big wink. Alright. I Same note for you as Seamus. That's enough. You, you, you can just... I know... You, I can tell by your voice that it's knowing. Oh, we started talking about spying at the beginning of this. So, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can't get mad at people for trying to be subtle about the fact you're a spy master. Well, That's going to be expected. Okay, but there's no one's being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, all right, anyway. Let's spy it up. All right, I will. Watch.
you won't be able to see because mm. I'll be that good at it. I can't tell if this is ploy or not. You yeah. are good. That's also, that's, <laughs> that's also part of it now. Now that you said that. Quitty, roll me a persuasion check. Because <laughs> you're not even trying to deceive him. You're telling him that this is true. Uh, uh, 11. Eh. Eh. I think you're just trying to impress me. And the thing yeah. I learned today is just be who you are. That's impressive. Yeah, that actually worked. Did I tell you about the honeypot thing? Oh, no. What happened? She knew it right away. Oh. Yeah, and then I just said, yeah, but we can hang out. And then we hung out, and she still told me things. So that kind of worked out. Oh, that's great. Have you gone back? No, but there was like a flirtatious, like, comeback thing. So oh, that's perfect. But watch out. She might be honeypotting you. I feel like that's maybe probably what's going to happen. So I don't know if I'll well, ever see her again. Did you tell her anything important? <laughs> No, I mainly ask questions. Perfect, then keep it up. That's no. the game. Listen, you're going to play this. You two are going to smush honey against the honey and maybe become a new kind of honey, but it's important. Is that spycraft talk or a euphemism for sex? I'm not really experienced with either, so it's a bit of a 50-50. <laughs> All right. Listen, do what you got to do to get more information because we need a plan for what's going to happen if we have to fight this nation. I'm figuring that part out. I'm, uh, Though here's the thing. You've also been a part of a council that just disbanded the army. So we're going to be extremely under-equipped if you decide to defeat this nation. Well, Being nice is good, but it doesn't help us actually help anybody except the people who live here. No, okay. Yeah, I get that. But we could take refugees or something. That people just be like, hey, come over here. It's cool. You got to find out if that'll piss them off, though. Yeah, I got to find out if that's okay. Yeah. Given that we've taken on all this other shit, if it's just an added to the heap of insane chores for everyone here. but Yeah, but if we need artisans and other people and they don't care about people who don't have magic, we could really use some artisans. Yeah, that's true. But it can't be theft if they're aware of it. This is why you got to go press your honey together or whatever. I don't know how to do a mixed honeypot metaphor. I'm just glad you're not winking at me anymore. Eh, give don't, me a try. Don't talk to me about pressing honey and wink. I can't. All I'm saying is... Do what you gotta do, honey. And he gives you a wink. I'm di- oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are, and now for that massive coronary, and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit, Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D. I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dom Doms and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, 
Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky. Lale. Shulzari. Gus Schreider. Drama. The Long Family. Jordan Oliver. And Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really, Big Monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.